Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Now I'm going to take a little nap while Cheryl continues to tell you about the uh, Food and Wine Festival food options. Hey, this is the best part of the whole show. Everyone super looks forward to it, I'm sure. Is Jason still listening to us? Do you even know? <laughs> no, he probably gave up a long time ago. That's right. So I left off at the refreshment port. Okay. Uh, at the refresh. At the refreshment port, they are offering fried green tomatoes with blue crab fennel salad or a popsicle trio. You can get honeydew, raspberry mint, and coconut lime. For their beverage items, they have a, uh, (laughs) I like this one. It's Shorts Brewing Company Star Cut Ciders Squishy Hard Cider. Nice. What do you think squishy hard cider is? Something that's flaccid. (laughs) I guess. Over at Northern Bloom... For food, they are offering seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, and a brown butter vinaigrette. That's with apple wood smoked bacon. And a beef tenderloin tip uh, with a mushroom sauce, whipped potatoes, and garden vegetables. And for dessert, they have a grilled maple pound cake with warm peach compote and sweet corn gelato. I'm not sure how I feel about corn gelato. No. I don't know. Doesn't sound nice. For beverages, they have a maple popcorn shake. An apple wheat ale, uh, 81 Bay Brewing Apricot with Maple Syrup. I don't know what that is. A Collective Arts Brewing Blackberry Fruit Beer, Maple Popcorn Shake with Tap 357 Maple Rye Whiskey, or a Beer Flight. And then we will do one more. I don't want to bore anyone to death here, Jason. Too late. (laughs) Stop. I have to listen to all your Star Wars chat all the time. At Fleur de Lis, they have... By the way, that's Fleur de Lis. Fleur de Lis. You should be reading these. I can't read them. An onion, a caramelized onion tart with goat cheese in a flaky pastry crust. Uh, And then this one is a braised duck confit a l'orange with sweet mashed, with mashed sweet potatoes. Um, This is a brioche cake filled with light pastry cream served with... Raspberry coolie, and then a <laughs> chocolatey clair filled with raspberry and chocolate mousse. You know, if you've got the raspberry coolie, mm. you might want to see a doctor. Um, they also have a frozen vodka slushy. They have some different wine offerings and a 1664 draft beer. All right, I'm over this now because I can't read them. It's not fun when I don't know what they are. Why can't you read them? Because they're not in English. Oh. I'm bad at that. Gotcha. I have a very New Englandy accent, and it doesn't go well with French. All righty. I just sound silly, and I don't, can't figure out what they're supposed to be. All right, so then we'll move on to the next thing. Also in Epcot. Yes. Uh, Mariachi Cobra. They, ha- they do the um, Coco show. That's right. With the puppets. Yes. They release the schedule for uh, when they're doing that. Is it, which days are they doing that? That's right. Well, we mentioned the other day that uh, Mariachi Cobra, the story of Coco, will be returning to Epcot for the duration of the 2020 International Flower and Garden Festival, which runs from March 4th to June 1st. So I'm assuming that this will run for the duration of the festival from March 4th to June 1st. Um, on Sundays through Thursdays, uh, it will. They will perform at 11, 12, 1 30, and 2.30. And then, oh, so Sunday through Thursday, it's the story of Coco. On 
Friday and Saturday, it's the regular Mariachi Cobra show, which is 12.45, 4.15, and 5 p.m. Oh, it's a good thing we're going on a Sunday. That's right. I want to see the Coco one. Okay. At the Magic Kingdom, there was some big news over there today, uh, not news that Disney, Disney likes. Uh, the Jungle Cruise, one of the boats sank. Well, sank is a relative term. Not it, really. It took on water. Yeah, but how deep is that water? Uh, about three feet. Like, I mean, the Those entire... Those boats are like, all on a track. That's what I mean. So it did sink. Like, it went down as far as it was going to go. It, There's just nowhere for it, else for it to go. I think it more took on water. The boat, the, the sides of the boat were not underwater. This, that's it, just because it's not deep the enough. The inside filled up with water. Uh, the unfortunate thing is that it was one of the handicap boats. There's only two handicap accessible boats uh, on the Jungle Cruise. Um, and it did uh, fill with water. Uh, so Disney did release an official uh, statement, um, and this is what they had to say. A boat took on some water. Reedy Creek Fire Department responded immediately to this event. Everyone got out of the boat safely. We worked with guests individually so that they could enjoy the rest of their day in the park. The attraction has reopened. I wish I was on that boat getting my feet wet. So the Bomokandi Bertha... Uh, sank at approximately 1230, <laughs> which caused the ride to be shut down for about an hour and 45 minutes. Um, it uh, The boat had to be towed away. And uh, the last time this happened was back in 2004 when the Sankuru Sadie sank after taking on too much water. Uh, so it's not the first time this has happened. However, if you look at the people, I mean, the boat sank. They're all sank. trying to, like, climb up on the edges. The boat sank, but they are, you know, some people are wet, some people aren't. I'm sure Disney had to buy a couple of new pairs of shoes for people, and, uh, you know, people went on with their day. I don't think this is the type of thing where their vacations are getting comped. No, but I feel like if it were me, and I were in there, and I had... You know, it looked, there were some pictures where you could see the water was sort of like mid-calf mm-hmm. on people. I think I would be looking for like $150 per person in my group, like on a gift card, so I could go buy, buy shoes. shoes and, you know, maybe a change of pants or something. I don't even know. Right. I mean, I think that's part of them working individually was they probably actually took people over to gift shops or whatever and got them mm-hmm. what they needed to outfit them for the rest of the day. And then I think I'd want like a two-day hopper ticket, like for a future trip or something. Like they should definitely do something to... Um, make up for it. Right. You know, yeah, not comp your whole trip, but maybe a ticket for a future trip. That's what I would have been asking for if it were me ankle deep in water. Okay. And they were, the guests were evacuated to an onstage portion of the jungle Hmm. because they were, they weren't far from the dock. So to me, it just sounds like, you know, a plug came out somewhere and the thing filled up with water. Yeah, I guess. So very, very exciting news there. No lives were lost. And, and I would like to refer to the ride now as a, a half league under the sea. <laughs> Cute. Because a league is, is uh, I don't know, six, six feet? I don't know. Shouldn't you know that? That's a fathom. You in the a fathom is six feet. You should know this. Yeah, but I don't get leagues, and that's all old stuff. Oh. All right, go ahead. What's they didn't the next teach story? you history at the Naval Academy? Well, we didn't learn outdated uh, measurements. Um, this is exciting. I don't really know what the story is about, but it sounds great. You can get wine to go now from Wine Bar George. Yeah. They've got on-the-go wine bottles. Nice. Yeah, so you can carry them and take them with you at uh, throughout Disney Springs. I don't know if you're allowed to drink them while you go. Probably, like because I think you can get, they had like the margarita stand and stuff. I think you can get stuff to walk around with there, right? Yeah, well, it says this should help those who want to try some excellent wine while remaining mobile. So, yeah. I like that. Walk I'm, on. 
I might be visiting. Now, you might start walking straight, but by the time you're halfway through that bottle, you're, you're, you're a little crooked. So I like that it sounds like maybe it's some nicer wines that are being offered you know, that you can try and take right. with you. So, right. yeah, you might be paying $14, $15 for a, I mean, it's, for a glass of wine. It's not like having to lug the usual box of wine that you buy. <laughs> I don't buy a box of wine. Stop. Uh, there is a new dining plan. There is. And a water park and sports option that is also new. There are. They changed things up a little bit? They did. So the new Disney Dining Plan Plus has been added um, it offers guests an opportunity to get uh, two snacks per night, one drink mug, um, and two table service meals, or a table service meal and a quick service. I think you can use them however you want, yeah. right? You just you get two um, two dining credits, one dining credit sort of thing. Two of them, but they are they're they're, they're kind of so. There's been a distinction always between table service and quick service, but right? These you can flip back Either and way. forth between table service and quick service. The thing that I'm confused about, though, is uh, when the parks are busy, you can turn a quick service. Can't you turn a quick service into snacks or a table service you into counter services? You can turn a quick service into snack, or you can. I think you can turn a. I, I don't think I think you can use a table service as quick service, but I don't think you can turn it into more. But you can turn a quick service into two snacks. Yes. So I, I, you know, I don't know. It, it's all of a sudden we're dividing and, uh, you know, figuring out how many of the snacks I get for a quick service. Yeah, I mean, that's just like anything else. If you're trying to get the most out of it, then yes, you're going to have to be doing some math and figuring things out and probably ending up disappointed at the way things work out because the math never works in favor no. of these dining plans. No. However, if you just want the ease, it's good. And it's... I think it's a it's a good option for people who want to do a lot of two table service credit right. meals because you get the two per day. So even if you if you, even if you do um, counter service for breakfast, counter service for lunch, and then a sit down dinner at a two table service, if you want to do signature dining for your mm-hmm. dinner, you can just pay out of pocket then for your two quick services and have that table service dinner included every night. Well, I find it funny that they're saying you can use it for table service, quick service, or character dining experiences. It doesn't say anything about signature you can. Use, I mean, I'm sure they're just credits. You use them, it's the same. Because signature is usually two dining credits. Right, so I'm sure it would take your two credits. That would be it for the day as far as your your dining. Okay. Other than your snacks, you'd just have your snacks left over yeah. for that. Yeah, I believe it's uh, the cost is $97 for adults, which is pricey, but if that's two sit-down meals plus the snacks plus the beverage. I mean, I would do it sometime, especially for the signature dining. You know, if mm-hmm. you and I were going together, maybe if you're staying at a hotel that's not too expensive, right. you're only there for two or three nights, then I would do it. Right. But, but for a with family our girls, of, no. no. Our girls aren't going to get the benefit of it. Family and that's the four. thing, if, if you're paying $97 and you're going to do a table service and a quick service, then just get the table service plan. You know, if you're not going to be doing two sit-down right. meals a day, I don't see the value to well, this Well, that's what I'm all. saying, though, unless you're going to be doing only one a day, but it's a signature dining mm-hmm. a day. All right. I'm sure there's people that it would work out for. And honestly, like I just said, if it were the two of us going, I think maybe well, like older couples who are more focused on you know the dining experience – I could work out well for them. I mean, it's not quite, it's a step between the deluxe dining, which just seems like overkill. Right. You know, and the regular dining. So. Yeah. Anyway, 
What's the what's the water park and sports option? What's different about that? Anything? So the water park and sports option is an add-on for select tickets. It's seventy dollars plus tax. It allows guests to choose between enjoying Typhoon Lagoon, Blizzard Beach, NBA experience, attending events at ESPN's Wide World of Sports Complex, testing your abilities at Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course, foot golf at Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course, Disney's Fantasia Gardens Mini Golf Course, or Disney's Winter Summerland Miniature Golf Course. I mean, is it really any different than the Water Parks Fun and More add-on? It does not sound it. Uh, like they just is. changed the name of it, basically. It it's not in addition way. to Water Parks Fun and More, is it? Correct. Well, I went to the ticket site, and Water Parks Fun and More is still available as an option um, with your park. It's you know, the, with the only park option, right? Yeah. This other, this new name isn't listed it yet. Does, I don't see it out there yet. Maybe they just didn't So they, roll it's it very possible that their ineffective IT department has not <laughs> uh, rolled things out, which they happens are to them often. Yeah, things were not good on today on the uh, Disney website. Last week or one day, everything was down. The yeah. entire reservation system. You couldn't do it online. You couldn't do it by calling in. Yep. They're not the best. But There's- hey, if you'd like to go to Disney World, <laughs> uh, there is a new promotion out. There's the new Sun and Fun discount, which offers up to a 25% savings on room this rooms this spring and summer. Uh, it is valid for most nights, April 1st through July 9th. Uh, it does. The interesting thing is it, it looks like it includes uh, Easter. There's no blackout dates uh, for this. Um, There's, like, not much left in the way of rooms for Easter time, though. Right. Uh, you know, it is a, a, a tiered promotion. So if you are in a value resort, you're looking at a 10% discount. If you're in a moderate, it's a 15 or a, a 10% discount. If you're in a deluxe, it's a 20 up to a 25% discount. So uh, there's two periods for this. There's one, uh, 41 through 425, and then 426 through 79. The 426 through 79 period, the discounts are higher for most of the uh, most of the resorts. Okay, yeah, wait, once spring break is over. Right. So if you're interested in a quote, you can always feel free to reach out to your favorite podcast co-host that you're listening to right now, and uh, we'll see what we can do for you. All right. In Disneyland, they are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Indiana Jones adventure. Are they doing anything special or are they just like talking about it? Uh, no, you know, it's uh, uh, they've got a, a new app, uh, Disney Parks app, Indiana Jones Adventure, The Gifts of Mara. Um, if you remember back to when we went the first time back in 20, uh, geez, 2019, I was going to say 20, uh, ugh, 1999, uh, when the attraction was just a mere four years old, they actually used to have uh, cards, translators for the hieroglyphics, and there were messages throughout the uh, hieroglyphs. And the new Disney Parks Play app has taken a lot of that over, where That's you cool. can actually translate the messages. Um, they, of course, have some new uh, merchandise out. There's a T-shirt. There's a new Funko Pop. Uh, and that stuff is available around the Disneyland Resort. And then they've got some special food. Um Annual pass holders are going to have uh, an opportunity to experience the attraction for an hour after park closing on March, March 4th and 5th. Uh, so, you know, that's it's, it's not a lot going on. Uh, the food offerings are going to be available March 3rd through 8th. And, uh, you know, uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye is a great ride. Uses the same ride system from Dinosaur at uh, Animal Kingdom. And I really wish they would find a way to get this to, uh, to Florida. Yeah, it's not what it used to be, though. They definitely somehow toned it down. Yeah. It was awesome when we went. I mean, maybe 
Rides maybe have just we gotten just that much better, and so now they don't seem as amazing. Maybe but when we, we went just in ninety nine. We have was, a romanticized version of it. Maybe yeah. it was. Maybe it was we just went, the same. I don't know. We went on it like six times in a row. I know because we loved it so much. Yeah, and then we like built it up for the girls. Yeah, and we, we went. Rode back, it and I was just like, eh. we went back last year, and it was like, eh. yeah, this is a good ride, but. Yeah. Um, well, you know, there, there, there's rumor going around. It seems like every day we're talking about a different rumor, even though we don't deal in rumors. Um, but that is a rumor of perhaps some Indiana Jones uh, intellectual property coming to Hollywood Studios. We did? We talked about that? We didn't talk about that. But oh. that's what I'm saying is we've been talking about more and more rumor. Uh, and, of course, Bob Chapek now, the king of intellectual property in the parks. Yeah, uh, so maybe. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, also at Disneyland, they were awarded a 2019 Seal Business Sustainability Award. What's that? That's right. The Seal Sustainability uh, uh, Sustainability Awards is for uh, Disney's environmental efforts and commitment to water conservation and the use of technology to drive efficiencies in water use. Uh, so Disney has done a whole bunch of stuff with their horticultural team to try to save water. There is a uh, brief uh, video uh, featurette about it, so that will be posted on the website if you would like to see it. Uh, the resort consumes much less water than it did a de- decade ago, even though there has been considerable growth in both parks. And the horticultural team has uh, made uh, excellent, uh, excellent strides in their environmental efforts to not only save, uh, conserve water, but to sustain the magic. Very nice. Yeah. Speaking of magic. Yes. The Magic Happens Parade debuted today. It did. And that's just the whole story. It debuted today. Well, yay! There were some good pictures. Um, It's been a while since there's been a parade. Mickey's Sensational Parade ended back on July 18th of last year. Um, And now the Magic Happens Parade uh, by um, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar? That's not it. That's not it? I don't know what it is, but that's not it. Todrick Hall. There you go. I get my Todricks and my Kendricks all mixed up. (laughs) Um, with the music by him, so that uh, debuted finally today. So uh, if you got a chance to see it and you're out in Disneyland, drop us a line and let us know what you thought or post it, uh, post it on the page. All right. Uh, the Blacksmith Shop and the Cider Mill at Tom Sawyer Island in Disneyland is set to be refurbished. That is true. A permit has been filed with the city of Anaheim, and they are going to reinstall and re-roof 1,280 square feet of composition shingles, replace damaged wood, and remove and reinstall scenic prop platform. We didn't go over there when we were there, did we? We did not. Okay. I've done the one in Disney World, but yes. not Disneyland. The one in California is, has a little theming for Pirates of the Caribbean as well. Oh. There are some pirate options over hmm. there. Um, the Orange County, I don't know, Orange County, just Orange County, Uh, has declared an emergency over the coronavirus. That's right. According to the Los Angeles Times uh, affiliate, the Daily Pilot, uh, California's Orange County has declared a local health emergency due to the looming threat of the coronavirus. There has been one man in his mid-50s who uh, had uh, been diagnosed with the virus. He has since recovered. There is no evidence of any person-to-person transmission occurring there. The entire state has 15 confirmed uh, cases as of this past Tuesday. Um, State and federal agencies have proposed the use of state-owned development center in Costa Mesa as a quarantine site. However, Orange County and the city are making efforts to prevent that from happening because nobody wants to bring uh, a virus into their backyard. Um, There are no plans to 
do anything at this point with the Disneyland Resort. And as a matter of fact, if you contact Disney, Disney is directing everybody to the Center for Disease Control uh, for guidance and updates. Did you, did you tell me today that Japanese schools were closing? Japanese schools uh, are going to close. Uh, I'd read 30 days, but I believe they're going to close March 1st. And they're going to reopen later in March after the period that would normally be their spring break. So they're, it's probably, it's like a two-week closure in addition to what they would have done. Wow. Yeah. But they're leaving uh, Disneyland open there. Yes. Because all the cast members can wear masks. <laughs> you know where all these people on their, uh, their big, long school breaks are going. Yes. <laughs> they're going to California. No. They're going to going Tokyo to, Disneyland. There you go. Maybe. Right? So it's like, oh, we'll close the schools, but right. we're not going to close Disneyland. Right. So. We'll just wear a mask. You'll yeah. be fine. Right. Uh, let's go into some movie news. There's something about Mulan stunt work. What, what's this? Uh, they have put out a new featurette for Mulan, uh, focusing on the stunt work. So it's a pretty cool stuff at all the intense training they had to do. Uh, and Mulan opens in theaters on March 27th. Fun. Yes. A Call of the Wild is a Disney movie, and it is currently the number two film from over the weekend. Technically a Disney movie, actually created and uh, uh, done under the 20th, 20th Century Fox banner. Um, they finished in second place this past weekend, just behind Sonic the Hedgehog. They brought in uh, $24.8 million, um, which is pretty exciting because the analysts had expected it to only bring in 8 to $10 million, so it made three times... Uh, the expected box office. Um, still has a long way to go. The budget was $135 million on it. Um, but this is, uh, it's not going to be a billion dollar movie, that's for sure. Uh, but this is um, Disney, Fox's uh, biggest uh, uh, first movie of the year. And it does star Harrison Ford and a dog. All right. There's a new Onward video clip. That's right, Onward, which is in theaters on March 6th. Uh, there's a new clip of Ian uh, trying to figure out how to use his magic and how to focus on his magic skills, and things don't go according to plan. So it's uh, that clip will be up on our page, and the movie will be out this weekend. So uh, if you haven't already, get your tickets. This weekend? This weekend. Really? Well, next it? weekend. Next weekend. Okay. I was like, I didn't think so. Yes. I don't know. I'm still a little tired from that whole Epcot food, food and wine festival. Stop! I was festival. very short and sweet about it. You know who else is short and sweet? You. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.